1: Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company.
2: Even in a zone coverage without getting, like, technical, but, you know, they're going to line if they're in nickel defense, right? They have an extra DB. They're going to line that nickel to the passing strength more often than not. And the last drive of the Super Bowl, if you watch – uh, we had several plays where Cooper Cup was aligned over to the tight end side away from the passing strength. So, if you're in a zone defense, then you've got a linebacker matching that guy. So, just the ability to be able to move those guys when you want to and get them in the spots uh, where they can be most effective is, is huge.
1: Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. I know. I know. Can you believe it? A no! I love how he goes. I'm not going to get all technical, but but nickel dime
2: football, yeah, bracket, football, yeah. Football. Yeah. and I'm like, why not, dude? Go. <laughs> it's
1: great. And he got very technical, and and thank you for for that. Exactly. Third generation Phillips football coach. Amen. Whew! All right, you shower after that. Uh, this is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. It's time. It's been 60 years. We reject 500 football on this show. And no matter what you watch, the show, by the way, presented by TCL and Shirley Brewing Company. And speaking of TCL, no matter what you watch, TCL has award-winning TVs for any budget, any space, all with stunning picture quality. Thank you guys for sending in pictures of your TCL TVs. We love it. Uh, Show us your sets. Just tweet them to us. Little pictures. Uh, TCL makes more than just TVs. They offer mobile products, audio devices, home appliances, etc. TCL.com is a place to learn more. So we've done our record predictions. We did a, we did our first official record prediction after we found out what the actual schedule is going to be. And uh, I had him at 9. Declan had him at 10. Judd had him at 8 wins. And, uh, you know, a lot of people think we're, especially Judd, being too negative there potentially, but... Uh, a lot of the Vegas sports books like Caesars and even DraftKings, they've got the over under in that eight and a half to nine win range. I think I might've saw a nine and a half somewhere, but it's all kind of in that range of like eight, nine, 10 wins. Here's my question for you guys on today's show. However, mm-hmm. let's talk about the best case scenario. If a bunch of things go right. And I don't know if it's realistic to expect that everything goes right. Cause that's not how the NFL works. You're, you're supposed to overcome some injuries and some adversity, et cetera. But mm-hmm. let's talk about what's possible for the 2022 Minnesota Vikings. So I'll just ask an open-ended broad question. And then I do think we should narrow down with like some sort of win-loss total. But what does the best case scenario look like for the 2022 Minnesota Vikings?
2: So you you sent out this uh, question this morning or last night, and I've been thinking about it, because, like, what does that mean? Because, like, fans will be, well, well Phil, a Super Bowl, you dummy, a Super Bowl title. But I thought about it, and I, I thought to myself, to your point, what leads to best case, potentially? And so I personally came up with five things, with five, like, different things that, if they fall into place, will be absolutely imperative and huge to the potential success of this team. Yes. I eliminated Kirk because Kirk is, like, he, you know, if Kirk gets hurt or something, you're probably screwed, right? So, so, like, you know, Kirk has to play well. Well, no kidding, Judd. That's stupid. So I could give you right now five things that I think have to take place for this team to optimize um, its potential to potentially win the North for the first time in about four years.
1: Do you want them? I want them. And then at the end... Then paint us a picture, okay? You know, artist Judd of okay. What do, if all these things click? What finger does what does finger it look pay- like?
2: Finger painting. Right. I don't, I don't it right. finger painting
1: or jazz hands? I don't know what these are. Is it finger painting or jazz hands? I don't know. Well, mine would be because I can't. I'm just bad
2: at art, so that's a whole other story. All right, number one, number one of things that would have to be optimized for the Vikings to be as successful and, in my opinion, slightly surprising as possible. This is a no-duh, but it's incredibly important. Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith both have to play 17 games, or at least like 15. Mm-hmm. Uh, both both are questionable as far as, as their problems with in- injuries go. Smith coming off a back problem. Hunter missed all of, what, 2020 after having neck surgery and then got hurt in, I think, the sixth game against Dallas last year. But if you think about this, okay, these two guys, I don't believe, are questionable players as far as talents go. So it's like if they play, I think they're going to be good. So it's not like, well, I'm worried that Daniel's getting really old. He's not. So if those two, because if they go out, I'm not saying the Vikings don't have backups, but like the drop-off is probably huge. And that's not an indictment against the backups. That's a praise for what these two can potentially bring. So I think as far as the turnaround defensively, and by the way, if Hunter doesn't get get hurt, last year's defense, it might not have been great, but it's not as bad as it statistically landed. So I think that's the first thing. They they can be dominant together.
1: They were like, God, if you look at the weeks, like the first six or seven weeks, they were number one in pressures, number one in sacks. Yep. And I think yards per play, they were top half of the league. It was, it was very much getting back to what we have come to expect with Mike Zimmer defenses. And then yes. Daniel Hunter gets hurt.
2: And so those two together, I think, could be a nightmare. My second thing, this is more of a question mark, too, because it's not, it's not really health. It's just a question mark. In the 3-4 defense that the Vikings are going to use as their base defense in 2022, can Eric Kendricks thrive? And he's coming off a rough year. And he previously, before that, had been good. And I don't know if he was banged up. I don't know if there was things behind the scenes. I don't know what. But I think that the one linebacker that this team probably really needs to thrive is Kendricks. And to me, that's a wild card. But if he can step in and return to any semblance of the guy that we saw for quite a while before 2021, that is a huge bonus absolutely enormous
0: kind of seems like a not a make or break season but like a career defining season for Kendricks right like he's 30 years old he's he's been yep. arguably kind of under the radar but legitimately one of the better linebackers in football the last five years since he entered the league and last year yeah production hit a cliff analytically he was kind of a disaster and is there something that can be used out of him that wasn't being used in mike zimmer's defense that unlocks the next level to his game because he's still 30 Yes, it's, it's it's he's entering those not twilight years, but the overside of the hill on the yeah. other side of the hill of his football career. But c- does he still have three or four more years left mm-hmm. in him? And I feel like this is kind of like that career defining season.
1: It, these are kind of the twi- once you get to be in your early thirties, you can call that twilight years for yeah. a linebacker. I, it's it's hard for fans to hear that because, oh you know, god, time flies. Eric Hendricks what, hasn't been in the league that long. He's been in the league for like eight years. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you get to your early thirties and. Mm it's there's certain positions linebacker running back yeah. yeah quarterback early 30s you are just getting started yep. you right. <laughs> safety you can play a long time still there's even edge rushers that can still play into their 30s just kind of in specialized roles right I mean everson Griffin was still pretty effective in a specialized role but linebacker you are right in the middle of the field you are yeah. exposed you you got to be able to cover from the middle of the field to the sideline and uh there's nowhere to hide. When you're an aging linebacker, unfortunately.
2: That is my second thing. My third thing, offensively, and I realize this is a huge question mark, and every time I tweet about this guy, I feel like the response is, well, let's see if he can stay uh, healthy. But my third thing is this. Irv Smith, in my opinion, to maximize the Vikings' 2022 success, needs to be third on the team in receptions. Jefferson's one to too. Hmm. So so O'Connell, O'Connell's going to bring a lot of the tenants that he learned and had from the Rams and McVay. But I'm going to say this for him. I think he's got some different ideas too. And I think he's got ideas that the Rams didn't necessarily prioritize and therefore capitalize on. I'm going to go back to what I saw in training camp last year. Irv Smith was sitting on a huge year like it was he is a safety blanket he is a he is a hybrid tight end receiver and I really think that if he can play again 16 or 17 games he will finish third on this team in receptions and it will be huge to the success of Kirk Cousins so Irv Smith, to me, becomes an incredibly important, because for all we talk about, well, K.J. Osborne's there, and K.J. Osborne's this and that. You know what? K.J. Osborne, to his credit, found a great role last year. But if I have them both healthy, and I have my druthers of, who are you going to lean on? Like, are you going to ask K.J., I need a lot more, or Irv, I need more? My answer is Irv Smith. So I think his health is huge.
1: When you lay it out that way in terms of, okay, we know who the, the top two targets should be, but if you're going to ask, okay, who, who can we get more out of? I, I actually think that there is more to get out of K.J. Osborne because he's still so young. But your point about Irv Smith is is valid, that there's, there's more untapped there that we haven't seen in his career. I think one of the biggest questions off that is going to be to what extent does Kevin O'Connell – Deviate from some of the things they were doing in Los Angeles, and, and like, and, and tweak it to the personnel, right? And, and, and I say this: Tyler Higby was so. Tyler Higby was the starting tight end for the Rams last year, and he was. You know, he caught sixty-one passes. He actually, it's funny. He actually finished uh, second on the team in receptions, uh, and third in targets. But overall, they targeted receivers more than basically any team in the NFL. Right. So Higby was Higby was a big part of. He was just a great safety blanket for Matthew Stafford. Irv Smith, I think, is more explosive and better than Tyler Higby. So if you take that Tyler Higby role, does it does it get enhanced even more because you have a weapon like Irv Smith? I'd say the same thing about the running backs too. You say, well, they don't really throw the ball to the running backs much over in in Los Angeles. Well, that's because they they have a platoon of like two or three guys that are not Dalvin Cook. <laughs> so is he going to find ways to get the ball more to, to Irv Smith, Dalvin Cook, than maybe the, the system showed in uh, in Los Angeles the last couple of years?
2: Just a small tease. I can tell you, unequivocally, the answer is yes. There are things, w- without getting into specifics, because I don't want to betray confidences.
1: Whoa. I can tell you right Wait, now, are you, well, this is, are it, is this reporter Judd making an appearance.
2: I'm just telling you football Judd. I've been around, okay? I'm just <laughs> going to tell you right play. now there are there are elements of this roster that KOC really likes that they didn't have the same type of personnel with the Rams. I can tell Did, you
1: that. Okay, I have a hot take question here and we'll continue down this, you know, best case scenario. I know the Rams won the Super Bowl, and their offense was great at times. But and they have great weapons, Cooper Cup, and they had freaking uh, Odell Beckham Jr. down the stretch, right? Does this Vikings team have better offensive weapons than that Rams team?
2: At certain places, it for sure does. I
1: think they might.
2: No question about it. I mean, at certain positions, yes,
1: with without a doubt, right? I mean, Robert Woods and Van Jefferson—they went, they ran deeper at wide receiver. They have more depth. But when you look at, okay, Justin Jefferson, Adam yep. Thielen at the top, and then Irv Smith, and, and Dalvin Cook is certainly better than Henderson and, and Sonny Michelle. they might have better weapons. Look, let's just say,
2: I also think that Kevin O'Connell is smart enough to know that teams will spend time watching Rams film to try and guess what he will do. Mm-hmm. And if you are, it's always about what, you guys, in sports? It is always the adjustment to the adjustment. And if you come out, and throw a curveball first, guess what? Teams are surprised. I'm just telling you, he's going to do some things. The Vikings have some depth and personnel that I think the Rams lacked, and we're going to see. that This guy might, I mean, I have no idea if he's going to be, just to be very clear, successful. But he has ideas. And keep in mind, too, he didn't call plays. Like, he learned. um, Mm -hmm. and, And I'm not saying that he was not an important part of McVay's staff. But he now has the keys to the
1: car. I love cryptic reporter Judd coming in, just, well, like poke, just I poking his about. head in the room, being like, uh, the, "Just there's so some you guys things know. that
2: you know, I mean." There's some, there's some, there's no reason to betray confidences. Okay,
1: <laughs> that's fine.
2: Okay. That's all I'm gonna say. And it's not a big enough de- deal to get into specifics. Okay, it's more the fact that I think this guy is smart and he knows he's got players that probably the Rams didn't prioritize or have.
1: That's fair. All right.
2: All right. My fourth thing is. Is this and it's a no duh? But I came with the statistics just to present what, what the what this means. Okay, it truly has to happen that Justin Jefferson becomes Cooper Cup, and now you're like, oh yeah, of course it does, Judd. But just to go back on and Jefferson's first two years, I think are statistically historical. Okay, Justin Jefferson in 2021, 108 catches, 1,616 yards, 10 touchdowns. 167 targets Cooper cup same season 145 catches 1947 yards 16 touchdowns 191 targets so like it's simple to say well of course Jefferson's got to be that guy but I just read you um the receptions for Cup, the yardage for Cup and the touchdowns for Cup led the National Football League. Every one of those stats.
1: And Jefferson's better. Yeah. I, I think. But I just think there's no thing, disrespect. I just think he's better. But when better.
2: I give you those stats, that's what has to happen.
1: Yep. And so the difference is scheme and quarterback and, mm-hmm. and probably some just higher level offensive line play that gives more opportunities to hunt down the field, right? hmm Yep. Okay. And then what's your fifth category?
2: My fifth one is this. Um, some debate, but I think it's important. And I'm not being a smartass. Garrett Bradbury has to shock us. Garrett Bradbury has to be good. I mean, he can't get trucked. He has to be good. Um, Cleveland at left guard, I think, is solid. I think we're we're assuming that the right guard is improved, but we don't know by how much. Um, And, you know, since he was taken, the center and pass protection, I think it's fair to say, unfortunately, has been a liability. Mm -hmm. He has to be good. Because if you're getting Kirk blown up from the inside consistently, a lot of what I just t- talked about gets to be a lot tougher.
1: I got blown up from the inside with some oh, uh, sauerkraut hot dogs I, I ordered I, off Bite Squad yesterday. Exactly was,
2: I'd like to apologize oh, for that. God. Was my fault. I always
1: have to have a good hot dog well, party because Memorial you've Day got weekend. The
2: Garrett Bradbury of digestive <laughs> s- systems. It should have been a fifth round pick. Yeah,
1: but I always, I usually put my digestive system in in. Places to succeed. Okay, in, in I know. Defense, yeah,
0: in defense of Phil, I also dabbled into some and in some brats and crowd oh, over um, the weekend because it was Memorial Day weekend. And let's just say, oh, yeah. getting home from the cabin yesterday, it, it was a it was no uh, more thankful place to be than on the camp. It was it, You have, it you have to have to get to be there, okay? Down. That's Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So,
1: with all those categories of things that if they go right in those categories or mostly right, what's the best case scenario? What can they do record wise? What can they Ooh. do in the postseason?
2: I think realistically, without being completely pie in the sky, they can win 12 games, if not 13, but let's just say 12 games. And I think they can get to best case. I I would get them to the conference championship game. I can't go Super Bowl. I just can't do it. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, you and I are seeing this very similarly. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you here. I think you missed some categories though. I think there's entirely possible. There's a couple categories here. So I, I had a few. You know, I had the health category, and I, I'd put Thielen in there too because he he's been banged up at times. But the Zadarius, Dalvin, those are the, the obvious ones. I think father time you touched on, and just some of these aging players, they, they can't all go over the age cliff at the same time. You know, KOC driving the offense schematically from 14th in scoring last year to something closer to top five. Uh, so I, I have all those, but... I have a couple other categories for you and then I'll give you my best case scenario as well. But uh let's shout out in fact it uh, looks like you got a little coffee mug in front of you there shouting out our friends at Folly. That's exactly coffee right. Coffee drinkers.
2: Exactly right. And and from the guy who told you to drink beer local, right? I am now telling you to do the same. You know, don't don't support these coffee guys who come in these out of towners. Folly in town, it's and it's a company that is based here with the simple mission of providing the best coffee available named the uh, best online coffee retailer in the state, fully customizable coffee subscription to match how much coffee you drink and your favorite flavor flavors go to Folly coffee. That's F O L L Y coffee.com. Use the code word score S K O R at checkout for 10% off your initial order. So again, Folly coffee, F O L L Y coffee.com code word score S K O R. 10% off, and I'm going to tell you right now, I believe this is my third week. Folly Coffee delivers smooth, Mm. smooth, smooth. So if you enjoy coffee, again, it comes right to your door too, FollyCoffee.com.
1: Love them. Also, we discovered collectively the best and easiest way to play fantasy sports here on Purple Daily and Score to get a sweat on games. It's called Underdog Fantasy and the Underdog Fantasy app. They, you, so there's a couple different categories here of note. There's there's sort of the the draft bin where you draft players and rosters. You draft a team in minutes for yeah. You know, there's there's a bunch of hockey games and basketball games of note this week. Got golf tournaments all over the place. Um and uh, and you pit your lineup up against others and you have a chance to win some guaranteed prize pools in underdog. It's great. There's also the pick'em games, which allows you to win up to twenty times your money in one night by picking. Over or under on your player's favorite stats to win big. Uh, you can pick between two and five players. You can sweat players you don't, you can sweat players you like. You can fade players you don't like. And it's so easy. Judd can use it. He's been all over yep. Underdog Fantasy's app. It's a blast. Uh, you can support us by entering the promo code SCORE, S-K-O-R, and Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100, $100 in bonus cash for you through the Underdog Fantasy app, boys. So we love this thing. It's been a blast. Oh, it's fantastic. Declan's been on there. Dex is a bad uh, man on it. Golf tournaments and stuff. Yeah, every week, every day. It's
0: awesome. (laughs) That's all I do. Golf (laughs) tournaments.
1: So Vikings best case case scenario. Yes. Uh, You covered all those great categories. I'm going to give you another category called the schedule. All right? Mm -hmm. It's a very manageable schedule on paper right now, and that you have, let's go through some of these things, nine home games seven true road games only, and one neutral site game. I mean, how many years are you going to get? This is the first time in Vikings history that you've had two more true home games than road games in a season. What an advantage. So that's great. Also, the way that the schedule's lined up, it's not ideal to have to go on the road in the division in cold-weather cities at the end, back-to-back weeks 17 and 18. However, from November 13th through January 1st, So almost a full two-month stretch, the Vikings play one road game, and it's at Detroit. (laughs) So you get into the middle of your season. You're starting to get a little tired. You've had your bye week, and you play almost exclusively home games from November the middle of November all the way through January 1st, sleep in your own bed, and the one trip you make is to Detroit. So that's very favorable. And then in terms of the actual opponents, out of the 17 games you play, The Vikings face only, or I should say, I should phrase it this way. The Vikings play only five games against quarterbacks who finished in the top 10 of ESPN's QBR last year. That's it. Mm -hmm. So you play 12 games against quarterbacks who finished outside of the top 10 in ESPN's QBR. I think you'd take that. Aaron Rodgers twice, Josh Allen's in there.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Kyler Murray finished in the top 10. I think Dak was in there. I, I might be missing. I can't remember. Oh, you know who? Uh, Carson Wentz actually finished 10th in QBR last year. He had some epic mistakes down the stretch, but overall he was actually very good for Indianapolis. Maybe a bad locker room guy. But I'll take my – so, so. oh, another way to phrase this is, of those five games, one is against Carson Wentz. <laughs> so you have a very advantageous opposing quarterback schedule here. Uh, And let me throw another category at you, which is the boost that you get from a refreshing new voice who knows what he's doing offensively after getting rid of the stale coach. Sean McVay in 2017 is the ultimate example in that the Rams replaced stale Jeff Fisher and went from four wins to 11 overnight under Sean McVay. And even before the four-win season that got Jeff Fisher fired, they were just stuck in seven and nine land. I think they went seven and nine, three out of four years or something, which is pretty much where the Vikings are at. You know, they're seven, eight, nine win land and you bring the new, fresh faced, great communicating, young offensive minded whiz, right? And, and McVay is, is a future Hall of Famer. So it's hard to just compare everything to McVay, but that's the tree that the Vikings are poaching from here. So they go from four wins to 11. They go to a Super Bowl in year two. And in that first year, this is nuts. The Rams were dead last in offensive scoring in Jeff Fisher's last year. They went from 32nd to first overnight. (laughs) Same quarterback. Mostly, I mean, it wasn't like they overhauled the whole roster. They made some changes, but they went, they just brought in a new, better communicator, guy that connects with the team, guy who sees modern offensive football. And they went from 32nd in scoring to first. With Jared Goff both seasons. Sit on that for a second. That's a, that's amazing. Yeah. But that and, very well
2: but you know what? It sounds like with Kirk, right? Like well we're at, we're not even promise. asking for
1: that lead. We're asking for like go from fourteenth to sixth, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. Yeah, you're right. The other example I'll give you is another one that, that the Vikings flirted with here a few months ago, Jim Harbaugh. So Jim Harbaugh took over for Mike Singletary, old stale curmudgeonly Mike Singletary. 2011 just a weirdo that guy
0: was how's he yeah. doing the commercials has, like who's his agent you like he was doing commercials for someone this like I was like who is Mike singletary's agent Dude.
1: yeah guy hasn't bl- guy hasn't blinked since the 70s no still Clearly getting a run yeah, yeah so they replace Mike singletary with Jim Harbaugh and the 49ers go from six wins to 13 overnight they go to a Super Bowl just like McVeigh in year two. And the Rams' offense, people think of Jim Harbaugh because those teams were more defensive-minded, but Jim Harbaugh was an offensive guy, right? Former NFL quarterback, etc. And he ran a little bit more of a smash-mouth offensive scheme, but they they quickly adjusted with Colin Kaepernick to the zone-read system. Very nimble offensive coach. But they went from 24th to 11th in offensive scoring in that first year with Alex Smith as the starting quarterback. And the defense jumped from like mid-pack into the top five. So... It is possible if you get the right guy that if the old guy was just completely burnt out and the team didn't want to hear from him anymore, and you nail that next coach and 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 you get that guy that can bring in offensive innovation, uh, that would be the best case scenario. And so I think like Judd, there is a universe in which the Vikings finish with twelve wins, like a twelve and five season. They win the division. And I think there's a universe in which if they do those things, they win twelve games and they win the division that they play a couple home playoff games and they win a couple home playoff games and they maybe make it to the NFC Championship game. I have a hard time in year one, even if everything goes right, putting a brand new head coach in the Super Bowl and Kirk Cousins in the Super Bowl. Right. But could they win 12 games, host a couple playoff games, get deep? Yes. I think there's a universe in which that happens. There you go. That's right.
2: Well, yeah. It sounds pie in the sky, but yeah, I mean, it makes some sense, right? Mm-hmm. Like there's like we need to see clearly a lot more things, I- including if the quarterback truly can thrive um and start to win games consistently. but that being said, yeah, and I th- and I mean, there is no question that there is a a very different atmosphere there now, like this team was miserable last year. it was, you'd go to a training camp practice, and the air was thick. And it was not humid. It was thick because it was miserable. Like, everybody was miserable, including Mike. So, yes, if everything goes right and the guys who should thrive, including Kirk, thrive, I mean, what you're saying has potential.
0: Okay. It at least has potential.
1: All right, Dex, are we are we are we crazy? Are we shooting too low here in terms of Vikings best case scenario? No, if,
0: if we're talking best case scenarios, I think all the things we're talking about are 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 achievable. Um, I I would say that the last thing that really we haven't touched on is winning the division. I mean that that is a best case scenario if you won this division. And I, and Judge doesn't want to talk about Packers falling off cliff. I get that. A lot of people shouldn't be. I mean, I get it. When the hell is that are too team quick do to, yeah. it?
1: Way too quick I'm to just, predict I'm the Packers'
0: too, demise. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're yeah. Terrible. but that is a best-case scenario. It's not just sneaking in, you know, as the sixth or seventh seed. It, a best-case scenario would be winning the whole North and getting a home playoff game on wild-card weekend and possibly beyond, right? So um, I think that's the only thing we haven't touched on, but in terms of Jefferson exploding, you know, guys like Daniil Hunter and Zedario Smith staying healthy, yeah, those are best-case scenarios. I, I as, as your voice of reason here, I think you're actually, shockingly, both of you, very reasonable here. Very, yeah. very fine.
1: I think yeah, there, there's and we, and we should do the other episode too here at some point, which is oh, what's boy. what's the worst case scenario? I'm sure people will love taking oh, well, that O'Connell tour.
2: O'Connell has no idea what he's doing. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I, I can't really coach. I just can't. what is?
1: Well, let me ask this: like, what is? You know, we're all projecting the best case scenario for O'Connell until he proves otherwise. Like, there's right. no reason not to at least give the guy a shot. Mm-hmm. What's the percent chance? You've been around him a little bit now, you know, out at some of these practices and. What's the percent chance that he just has, that he's just a terrible hire? Like it just has no idea what he's doing? It seems pretty low based on his background and communication style.:
2: Ooh, yeah, I think the, I think the one thing that you don't know until you see it in action behind the scenes is because you don't want to be Mike. But you do have to control things, right? Yeah, like when, when conflict you. arises or something, yeah, How I mean, you you're handle- going to have yeah. times where guys are going to be arrested. I mean, things are going to take place. I, I guess that's my question because we just don't know that one. Like, do, do I think he's a smart football X's and O's guy? Absolutely. Do, do I think that he knows what he's doing play calling wise? Sure seems like it. But when something goes really wrong, can he step up and say, okay, now I'm going to have to take control. And that's the one that we have no clue until it's actually presented, because as OC of the Rams, you know, you don't have to. Like, there's nothing that where where McVay is going to tell KOC, "Hey, dude, take this one."
1: Yeah, you're not. You so that's you're not, question. You're not really put in a position to play bad cop, even though you're Correct. you're going to have to at some point. And he right. seems like such a likable, ag- agreeable guy too. I mean, even just watching that the Vikings posted a 20 minute video of behind the scenes of draft weekend. And there was a lot of great footage of just the war room and Kevin O'Connell and Quasey sitting next to each other and the Wilfs on the first day and, and everything that the Vikings did. KOC was finding that positive, which is a totally different right. feel and vibe, right? It was okay. oh, this is a great trade. Why you oh, I, 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 I trade. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I love
1: this trade. Yeah, did they not did the Vikings not put out the same 20 minute behind the scenes draft thing as last year? I'd pay for it.
2: I would pay, I would write a check. I would send in my credit card information right now to see behind the scenes the last year of Rick and Mike.
1: They should do that Vikings Entertainment Network. You're I would pay stupid. like 20 bucks a month just to get the arguments, the fights, How show me footage so of a stupid? coach getting fired mid-season by Why angry Mike.
2: Ever- what are you doing?
1: be amazing well, you know, like Hard Knocks probably has all sorts of footage like that, that they just, how much footage it's captured too by oh, team everything. media and, and they just have to sit on it and keep their mouths shut. Do, do internal employees have to sign NDAs that, Hey, you're going to film some I think stuff enough, here that you know, it
2: might be in their contract. Totally. Is. Yeah. I think that's in, in the contract. I, most, I used to have a friend.
0: Yeah. Oh, go ahead. Dex. I was going to say the fascinating thing about being in locker rooms that I've always noticed, uh, especially the Vikings specifically. Was how right after the presser would finish, and if um we went back from the locker room to the press conference, then back in the locker room, you'd see Rick immediately there with the computer observing the press conference clips. Like he would be the he'd be just examining. They would have some intern literally holding up a laptop to 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 Rick Spielman, and then he would be sitting there intently watching with headphones on, like observing the press conference. I always thought that like was Mike like a Zimmer's press conference yes. or. Yes, yeah, or he, Kirk's or whoever good. went. But, like, yeah, he, he would always be obs- – and I found that so fascinating. That was just kind of, like, also he was doing that, like, in broad daylight in the locker room. I always thought that was weird.
1: It's kind of weird. Does, I don't, is is that pertinent information for him immediately yeah. after the game is over? Well, or is that just something you can maybe do later I, that he night I you want to know tomorrow?
2: what Mike said because Mike was pro- – he was probably concerned about it, hmm. you know? Because Mike – I mean, Mike – and my guess is at first, at least – he hoped that his presence might cause mike not to go off the deep end as consistently but of course that didn't work and which which is why i would pay for the last year of rick and mike God, what a great divorce! Rick and Mike, right? They should, they
1: should do that. Hulu. <laughs> Yeah, Minnesota Vikings, the divorce. Right. Dude, <laughs> it I a, just an eight part <laughs> series on their episode. YouTube channel. I'd, I'd, Can pay, you I'd that? pay. I'd pay, I'd pay a good amount of money for it.
2: Yeah. Ziggy and Mark firing Mike, and Mike storming out, and then telling Rick, "Yeah, you're fired too." Get that oh. footage
1: on the on the private jet going from New Jersey to Minneapolis the morning that? that they were going to fire that? Rick. Oh. I
2: mean, forget the, you know, NFL Films presents how the Vikings took their first round. Screw that. <laughs> so I have, fired again.
1: I have a friend who used to work at Nobu in Los Angeles. The, is it, like it's, I've never been to a Nobu, but isn't it? It's like high-end sushi place. Okay. And this is a place in L.A. where celebrities go, NBA players go all the time. And he used to work there. And they make every employee who works there sign a non-disclosure agreement that you can't talk about anything you see inside Nobu publicly. Oh, yeah. So if you see, you know, Leo DiCaprio come right. in and get sloshed and cheat on his well, wife or you something, can't tell, um, you have signed an that NDA way. that says you can't. What happens inside Nobu stays inside Nobu. That's, okay. yes. yep.
2: that's why. That's why they're called sources. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's then why, you got to find out who broke the NDA.
1: That's why TMZ has a budget. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, we have some other stuff to get to, including what are people saying about the Vikings. But let's talk about our friends who have made Judd a skinnier version of himself.
2: That's exactly right. Down 40 pounds. Thanks to my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers. And I want you to join me now for summer. Drop the weight with our new Simple Start Plan. Only $59. That's right, $59. Bucks to start, you get one on one personalized and guided support online or in person from their team of experts. So if you're in town, that's great. But if you're not in the state, because we certainly know that a lot of you and we appreciate it, watch us from outside the state, you can join too. It's this simple go call 855 go dot L-I-V-E-A, com. And the best part is it starts with. Uh, the weight coming off, and it continues with the maintenance phase, the coaching, the dietitians It's outstanding. It's not hard. 855-GO-L-I-V-E-A or Livia.com. Check them out today.
1: And a lot of people think, oh, if you're going to lose weight, you can't eat or do anything fun. Well, Judd still drinks beer. You can still do both. It's called Balance. Exactly right.
2: It's called moderation and balance. And ordinarily, I'm very good at that. Um, but I'll tell you right now. So, so this weekend, I delved into some of the surly brewing summer products. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, are they delicious? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. They're light. They're fruit forward. Baby. Yes. Exactly Bring right. It on. Um, and. and Right now, in fact, I'm going to look up the name of this because I've got it right here because I took a picture of this at the liquor store a couple days ago because it looks so good. The Hop Stop Pack um, of four beers, of four Surly Brewing products, all of them fantastic. Check them out. Surly Brewing, a longstanding sponsor now of this show in Score North. We certainly appreciate them, but their product, local and outstanding.
1: Sad news over the weekend before we get to what are people saying about the Vikings. First round pick in 2020, oh. Jeff Gladney was killed in a car accident early Monday morning. So, yesterday morning, uh, his agent, Brian Overstreet, confirmed to the media 25 years old. You know, we know that the whole thing that went down with the Vikings wound up releasing him uh, through the legal troubles. And then this happens. And the quote from the agent is, we're asking for prayers for the family and privacy at this most difficult time. Um, According to reports, the fatal crash happened around 2.30 a.m. in the westbound service lanes of a freeway in Dallas. The cause of the crash remains under investigation. A female passenger also died in the crash, according to a source. 25 years old, um, just unspeakable tragedy. I don't even know what there is to say. It's just, it's really sad
2: awful absolutely terrible
1: so i'm sure there'll be more details come out but um jeff gladney 25 years old passes away uh, the vikings sent out some nice tributes on social media i mean it's just a you know what do you what do you say you know
2: and the, the cardinals had signed him correct, correct. yeah he was yeah. he was on so the cardinals roster the cardinals, so mm-hmm. yeah it's absolutely awful
1: yep um, what are people saying about the Minnesota Vikings? We try and scour the internet and social media and just find it's kind of fun to know. What are what what are the national media? This one comes from inside the house. The call is coming from inside the house here. Get out, Get out. Adam Thielen to Fox Nine. So Fox Nine uh, had a one-on-one with Adam Thielen. I found this on their YouTube channel, yeah. and he said Kevin O'Connell's arrival has been a quote breath of fresh air. It's been great. Adam Thielen said, when you hear about the news of the new coach getting hired, mm-hmm. you kind of look back at the track record and you look back at what they did and you're excited, right? But then you get in here, you start learning the system and you start getting on the field. Really, when you get on the field, you start running through stuff. You're like, man, this is fun. This is exciting. Kirk Cousins didn't feel that way, clearly, last week. Yeah, just, <laughs> Thielen's I, like, this is great. Oh, yeah. my God, what a breath air. Kirk's like, expect. coaches don't matter. If systems are all the same. Code words. Yeah. Uh, when I talk about a breath of fresh air and kind of rejuvenation, it's because when you get out here, it's like stuff makes sense and it's, and it's exciting. (laughs) I love this feeling. Uh, we have a great team. We have a great locker room. We have great coaches and we have great leadership. So we just got to make sure we keep working hard and keep gaining ground because there's a lot of learning. There's a lot of extra work, a lot of details we got to focus on right now that will help us in the long run. Okay. Who do you believe more? Excited Adam Thielen talking about how the system makes sense and the coaches are great leaders and everything is great and it's all different? Or Kirk Cousins, who shrugged his shoulders at Judd and said, all systems are the same, it's just different languages?
2: Well, <laughs> I think that Th- Thielen at least knows what to say. Like,
1: it, it, and, and well, just he's do, just breathing fun light. He's like, this is fun. This is great. And I do, it's a new beginning. I mean, and, yeah. and,
2: and I do sense from a couple of trips out to watch the OTA practices that there is a rejuvenation like like you feel that it feels different i mean i can't tell you how miserable it felt in training camp last year it was just apparent that no but nobody was having fun and i'm sorry pro sports or not you can't not have any fun um so i think at least these quotes are the correct quotes and i would say i believe him a bit more like why would you yes kirk's response was so weird because thing Things are changing. Like they're running a new system, um, and so I don't. I almost. I still, from our conversation about Kirk's quotes last week, I still don't get them. Like I don't. I don't understand how you can't say, yeah, it's different. It was a but, weird
1: time to downplay things. This yes. is a time of rebirth and excitement, and yeah. But no if I had to downplay. pick
2: one, I believe I'm going to take Thielen as far as the fact that they do have to learn a lot. It's going to be changes and ultimately if it's executed correctly the offensive changes are going to be for the better
0: he's also yeah. um and Thielen too I believe is going on actually Pat McAfee this afternoon too to probably plays more positivity so I'm curious to see drop what he f-bombs. says there as well yeah to drop a couple casual f-bombs yeah. and
1: f-bombs. <laughs> slam like a beer Rogers-like after practice <laughs> <laughs> yeah so yeah I think it's I I love it I, it should feel yeah. this way it should feel <laughs> it should feel like a breath of fresh air and new and Obviously, if they get into the, if they get into the season and the system is not working or guys aren't picking it up quick enough, then there can be time for lamenting it. But this should feel like new and fun and exciting. It's the honeymoon stage of a new relationship offensively here. Absolutely. And I think everybody involved would say, yeah, this talent, I agree with feeling they have, they do have a lot of talent on offense. They shouldn't be ranked 14th in scoring. Get someone in here. The, 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 the key line in here for me is, it's like stuff makes sense and it's exciting <laughs> and you always compare it to okay is he com- is he comparing it to is he saying that the old system didn't make sense or is he just saying that this system makes sense i don't know it's probably a little bit of both i think a lot but i of thought things that they, was an interesting line
2: i think a lot of things that they did last season did not make sense agreed like i think that is without a shadow of a doubt i think that's a fair thing to say yes uh, because the first 15- the scripted plays did right. Scripted plays. This is great. fights are going to be hot today. And it was like bang.
1: And and imagine how great this team was with the scripted plays. If they had an even better scheme and better coaches that are, you know, even more uh, adept at 2022 football, what the what those scripted plays could look like. But yeah, can they can they get better at the non-scripted stuff? When hey, the defense has made an adjustment. Now it's our turn to to adjust back. Uh, speaking of things that make sense, raising money for great causes. Makes a lot of sense, and that's why Federated Insurance has been a huge backer of Big Brothers Big Sisters for the last 17 years through the Federated Challenge fundraiser, over $44 million raised for Big Brothers Big Sisters. So we're talking about successful mentoring relationships here, looking for established people and established adults and professionals to mentor kids with bright futures that could just use a little extra help and influence in their lives through one-on-one relationships. Uh, there's 5,000 bigs right now in the state of Minnesota, and there's all sorts of kids waiting for more. So if you want to find out how you can contribute to the cause and maybe even be a big yourself, federatedchallenge.org. So, all right, we all got the Vikings. If things play out well and everything pans out to the best possible extent, 12-plus wins, division, and championship Sunday. Hmm. Hmm. Kevin O'Connell, coach of the year. fair. Hmm. Well, if that happens, yeah. if they win 12 games, they would vote yeah, on division. it before the playoffs probably, right? right. But if the, yeah, if they win the division in 12 games,
2: they will have a he, great chance.
1: Yes, he will. Best case. All right, boys. Tomorrow, write that down, predictions, and an accountability session. You can always hit us up through the Score North app. And give us a follow, Score North, on TikTok and Instagram, too, as we grow those. Uh, I think we're at 6,000 followers on TikTok mm-hmm. now, over 10,000 on Instagram. So thank you guys for, uh, for connecting with us on those platforms, too. We'll see you tomorrow. Daily Vikings Entertainment, Purple Daily.